For some stock picks for your portfolio, let's get right to Stephen Lee, principal of Logan Capital. Thanks so much for being with us. Before we get to the individual names, I'd love to get your big picture and some trends that you're following overall. Sure, and thanks Thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, I think you know one of the things that we're really remembering in terms of managing portfolios uh, for the long term is that a lot of the trends that we're seeing that are magnified, the inflation, sort of a deglobalization, uh, the impact of technology in terms of leadership in the businesses. These are really long-term trends that frankly have just been magnified by the events of the last several years, be it COVID, um, war in Ukraine. Um, and it's really pulling a lot of these concerns that we thought would be present for the next five years, it really pulled them forward. Um, and we think it's really important then to focus on businesses that are sufficiently well capitalized, innovative, um, and have the ability to make profits and kind of be light on their feet in, in an era of uncertainty. Understood. Okay, so that brings us to some of the names on your radar. And um, two have to do with some shopping. It'll start with Williams-Sonoma. Yeah. They do. Well, yeah, and I think Williams-Sonoma is a really interesting example of this. And um, this is a company where the CEO, she had really set the company on a path to be um, digital first, but not only digital which in the environment we find ourselves in now um, is ideal because I think we're all walking this tightrope of how does the world recover from COVID? It seems like we've had resurgences and that will probably still persist. Um, by the same token, um, the company has unique products. They're branded. And we think this is a really important characteristic in an inflationary environment where your customers aren't buying you because you're you know, always low prices or something like that. They're buying your products because they're different, because you value them and because of the service around them. Um, so we think this company's done a very good job. And, um, you know, I heard this morning the, uh, you know, the LA port, the, their contract's up. And I remember early on when we were getting to know this company, um, management really was able to still meet expectation despite the fact that they couldn't get products in from China. And they diversified where they manufactured um, after that incident. So now with some of the challenges we're having today, you can see that work had already been done. Um, so we think, you know, that's a good example of companies that can, you know, that have the ability to adapt, meet customer needs. Yeah, and so with that though, you know, I start to wonder before I get to the other names about consumer behavior and things for the home and the do-it-yourselfers right. and, um, you know, if home sales will sort of come back a little bit now that housing right. prices are, are still so elevated and they're facing higher mortgage rates. And, and then of course, just the regular costs of gasoline and food. Um, you know, does a name like William Sonoma that's more home-based continue to do well? Yeah, well, I think one thing with that, we are slightly targeting to the slightly more affluent consumer there where, so uh -huh. gasoline, while it's not great, is not the problem that it might be for some. Um, the other thing is if you're already a homeowner, the increase in prices is a wealth effect. But, um, you know, renters, we were talking to some analysts this morning, renters are actually seeing rent go up. But if you're in a home with a fixed fixed rate mortgage and you do nothing, your costs aren't going up. Your housing costs aren't necessarily going up right. per se. So that becomes a wealth effect. Um, and then if rates go up and the next house is gonna cost you more, um, maybe you sit tight and keep what you have and make it a little bit better. Um, so, you know, that's a little bit right. of our thinking on this company. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. And what about Amazon that everybody loves for sure? You know. Uh, ultimate well-capitalized, light-on-their-feet company, they, um, you know, they know data. And that's one of the characteristics that we really want to have within our companies. We want companies that can really spot trends and changes. 
if you think about some of the retailers that reported last week, a lot of their issue was their customers changed behavior faster than they could adapt. Um, so we think that you know Amazon certainly has had a challenging year, but if we get into more uncertainty, um, you know a company that really knows its data, like Williams Sonoma, like Amazon, can adapt and gain market share and sort of competing with some. You know, at the end of the day, Amazon's competing in in retail on the retail side, which is somewhat fragmented. And then you know we can't tell you how many companies that we talk to are saying you know we're making big investments further up the technology stack to know our business better to be able to respond and that definitely helps Amazon Web Services. Because um, knowledge, this is an environment where knowledge is really, really critical and timely knowledge is critical. So we think Amazon has some good potential there and obviously it's taken a bit of a breather this year. So, um, you know, might be worth another look. Not the newest idea right. out there, but, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have um, the stock, which is scheduled to begin trading on a split adjusted basis on June 6th. Um, right. Any thoughts on that? We've seen this run up here on Amazon. I was thinking about that. You know, it's had a great run here as the stock split has been approved. The best four-day performance in two years. I saw that on May 31st. Yeah, I mean, I think that just makes it helpful. It broadens their shareholder base. Uh, the, some yeah. of these share prices, you know, when you get commas in share prices, there's a limited number of uh, people who can own them. Um, right. So certainly splitting that is, is helpful and, and it lets it get in other portfolios and allows you know individual investors to manage their, manage their position a little bit better. Right, just give me a few uh, thoughts on Lithia Motors. You know, Lithia is very similar to Williams-Sonoma. Williams-Sonoma is offering, is in a very fragmented market furniture. Lithia, they, uh, they have car dealers. So they have new and used car dealers all over the country. A lot of these businesses are family-held businesses that either have a succession yeah. issue or would appreciate liquidity. And just like Amazon and Williams-Sonoma, they bring great technology to the customer, to that business to make it more efficient and really meet their customers where they are. Um, and talk about pent-up demand. The uh, average car, you know, Cars are old in this country. You haven't been able to get them. So even if we think the economy slows down a little, we like areas that are both fragmented and have pent up demand. And that's certainly, we think the car market fits into that. I mean, you know, I walked in and to see additional yeah. dealer markup on a car, is, it's just astounding. So we think there's there's some opportunity there. Not to mention the conversion to EVs. It seems impossible. Yeah, yeah, without conversion to EVs, that's a trend. And um, it seems impossible to get something at what the manufacturer had intended it to be. I mean you know, right. paid above for a Ford. You know what I mean? It right. just, you have right. to pay over and above if you want a car right now. Stephen Lee, it's wonderful to see you. Thank you so well, much. Well, yeah, Principal good to see you. Thank you. Capital. Thank you. Thanks for your time.